0: Hi, I'm Sue Childs from Chapelfields Hub and I'm going to be reflecting on 1 Kings chapter 17 verses 7 to 16 God of Widows and um, I'm using the New International Version Sometime later the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land Then the word of the Lord came to him "'Go at once to Zarephath of Sidon and stay there. "'I have commanded a widow in that place to supply you with food.' "'So he went to Zarephath. "'When he came to the town gate, a widow was there gathering sticks. "'He called to her and asked, "'Would you bring me a little water in a jar, so I may have a drink?' "'As she was going to get it, he called, "'and bring me, please, a piece of bread.' "'As surely as the Lord your God lives,' she replied, "'I don't have any bread.' only a handful of flour in a jar, and a little oil in a jug. I am gathering a few sticks to take home and make a meal for myself and my son, that we may eat it and die. Elijah said to her, Don't be afraid. Go home and do as you have said. But first make a small cake of bread for me, from what you have, and bring it to me, and then make something for yourself and your son. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says, In the preceding verses, we are told that Ahab, who was the king of Israel for 22 years, had done what was evil in God's sight. He had married Jezebel, the daughter of Ethbal, king of the Sidonians, and begun to worship foreign gods called Baal, building a temple for Baal, and setting up an altar to Baal in the temple. He also worshipped other gods. We are told... He did more to provoke the Lord, the God of Israel, to anger than did all the kings of Israel before him. And that's from chapter 16, verse 33. Exodus 20, verse 3, tells us that God is a jealous God and the first command is, You shall have no other gods before me. This was a pivotal time in Israel's history. It looked as if the worship of the true God might be eliminated from the northern kingdom. The worship of Baal was rife. Only 7,000 remained who had not bowed the knee and worshipped Baal, and they were fearful. The drought was God's punishment on Ahab and his followers. Elijah, which means Yahweh is my God, stood out against the worship of Baal. He prayed that there would be no rain for the next few years except at his word, and there was none. Even though Elijah was the instrument of God's punishment and a man of God, the stream which had been sustaining him eventually dries up. What is God doing? Doesn't he provide for those who trust him? However, God has things in hand. I guess this is all about teaching Elijah to be obedient and trust in him. This is a lesson to us also, to listen to the still small voice of God, be obedient to him and trust him when times are hard. When there is no way, God makes a way, and often not through the obvious, as in this case. Elijah is sent to a widow at Zarephath in Sidon. She is a Gentile. While um, verse 17 says that God has commanded the widow to supply Elijah with food, she doesn't appear to be aware of this. I guess that God chose the widow for her obedience and compassion towards Elijah. As well, she has very little She does as Elijah commands and gives him a little water to drink, a precious commodity when there's been no rain for a long time, and she makes him a small cake of bread from the little that she has. The story makes me think of God's provision of manna in the desert for the Israelites, whereby what they were given was sufficient for that day and no more. And quoting from Exodus chapter 16, In the desert... The whole company crumbled against Moses and Aaron. The Israelites said to them, If only we had died by the Lord's hand in Egypt. There we sat around pots of meat and ate all the food we wanted. But you have brought us out into this desert to starve the entire assembly to death. The Lord said to Moses, I have heard the crumbling of the Israelites. Tell them, at twilight you will eat meat, and in the morning you will be filled with bread. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God. That evening, quail came and covered the camp, and in the morning there was a layer of dew around the camp. When the dew was gone, thin flakes like frost on the ground appeared on the desert floor. When the Israelites saw it, they said to each other, What is it? For they didn't know what it was. Moses said to them, It is the bread the Lord has given you to eat. Everyone is to gather as much as they need. Then Moses said to them, No one is to keep any of it to morning. However, some of them paid no attention to Moses. They kept part of it until morning, but it was full of worms and maggots. The Lord doesn't give the widow everything that she needs all at once, but he gives her what she needs when she needs it. Isn't this how God supplies our needs, and often from unexpected means? Jehovah Jireh, my provider, his grace is sufficient for me. Philippians 4 verse 19 And my God will supply all of your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for supplying all my needs according to your riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Amen. That's the end of the reflection. I hope you enjoyed listening to it. God bless.